0: right, so let's get started. So we have a, a full cast of people, and I feel like us in the room over here are already a bit detached from the Zoom call because that was popping. (laughs) <laughs> you guys were having a conversation on your own. That was great. Uh, so let me introduce everybody, and once I've introduced you, would you kindly just say hello. Uh, so we have Nabil, who is a super fan of Comic-Con. It is great to have you here. Hey, uh, Nabil. Thanks so much. Hi, everyone. <laughs> awesome. We've got Cherie, who is a gamer and advocate for female in gaming, which is phenomenal, Hey, Sheree?
1: Hello.
0: Awesome. <laughs> awesome. We've got Candice, who is a caster and an avid gamer as well. Hey there, Candice. How are you doing? Hi, good things. <laughs> oh, good. We have Joshua, who is a Yugi tuber. Hey there, Joshua. Hey. Hey. And then, of course, Bill. How's it, Bill, the chatterbox? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking such a big game earlier, and now you're like, "Hello, my name's Bill. Bill." <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So you guys, we are chatting about um, being a human of Comic Con. Quite frankly, there's there's nothing to it. I don't have any like preset questions or anything that I'm like this will be spoken about or whatever. I think we're just here gathering as as humans of of Comic Con. To f- firstly, I really want to dig into the diversity of pop culture. I mean, if you look at at pop culture as a whole, it, it's such a broad term. You know, it, it, it's everything from Dungeons and Dragons all the way up to I don't know the the cool kid wearing an Iron Man t-shirt right like what what is what is pop culture to you guys cuz it's it's everything you know what i mean and no need to all answer at once <laughs> Seriously, no pressure to answer our one. So you let the
2: super fan. Go. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think oh, Nabil, no.
2: you take this one. I'll, I'll take this one, guys. I'll save you. I'll be your hero. <laughs> um nice no. you Anytime, guys. Um, no, so for me, pop culture is so so diverse. I mean, you could be an ordinary person, and even if you're just watching a series, I mean, there's a there's a following on that series, and that's already pop culture. Whereas then you can go to the other end of things, and you know, we see it as. Things like what we see at Comic Con, where you see the characters, the cosplay, and there's people who go like in that into that there as well. And the spectrum is so broad, you could fit in anywhere in there. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah. I feel like uh, pop culture is something that brings communities together. So something that you have in common, uh, whether it be that you just like watching Pokemon mm. on TV, or that you are so into um, role-playing that you actually do the whole LARPing thing. I mean, as long as it brings you together as a community, that's that's pretty much what it, it's all about.
0: Yeah, 100%,
1: 100%. You guys over there on Zoom? Yeah. Yeah, I
0: Zoom.
3: think... No, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I think pop culture is basically anything you're doing um, or watching or being a part of and you feel a connection to it, you know? So you, you um, feel a connection to a character or some kind of you know, whatever it may be. Um, and then there's obviously a community that you find um, thereafter that actually uh, relates to that. So whether it's like for me with Yu-Gi-Oh, et cetera, it's, you know, a superhero that you're a fan of, um, kind of just, yeah, it's something where you can connect to other people and um, yeah, just open up, open up to other communities.
5: Candice? What he said.
0: What he
1: said. <laughs> Ditto.
5: Yeah. Um, very very little to add, basically, what everyone's been saying. It's just all these different communities that uh, find a place where they can all come together and talk about that one thing that ties them uh, together, be it uh, TV, anime, like um, video games. I mean, it, it can... Kind of spans a whole bunch of of different areas. Uh, I would say it's probably mostly associated with things like movies, video games, and comics, and da da da. But it actually, when you think about it, it it's much more than that. I mean, you get you get book series that mm. that have massive followings, and that all forms a, a part of greater uh, pop culture. Yeah.
3: Now wrap it up, Bill. Uh, oof, there's so much pressure to go last. I'm not going last. <laughs> minute, okay? Um, I think popular culture is uh is is a cool umbrella term. Yeah. Man. But it's also just what's what's mainstream and what's cool. I, I like your Iron Man reference, Gal, because I think what makes up mainstream is whether the jargon and iconography is easily identifiable. Because for a long time, anime wasn't mainstream, and everyone blanketed anything to do with anime as Dragon Ball Z until it came a time where it's like, oh, that's Naruto. Oh, this is Bleach. Oh, this is One Piece. Um, so it's definitely, like it definitely, time is a big factor in terms of pop culture. Um, and we have come a long way in terms of what's, what's socially acceptable as as cool and how broad that uh, that terminology encompasses. So I like, it's, it's anything and everything given a time period
0: yeah 100 <laughs> and what, what's what's also really really cool about it is it's not like if you're involved in pop culture you're stuck to one part of it i mean i think it's i was i was chuckling a little bit you know when you laugh at your own jokes i was thinking like our whole thing over here sounds like the intro to a joke it's like so two gamers a fan and a Yugi <laughs> YouTuber tuber walking with an artist walking <laughs> into a bar <laughs> but it's like it is just that diverse and we can it's it's like. You know, I can speak to Yasha about uh, Yu-Gi-Oh in the same breath that I can speak to uh, Sheree about gaming, and it's really, really cool that there's no expectation that you're kind of, oh, oh, you're a gamer. That's that's it. it, it it's, it's really cool that we can explore so much more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's also, I mean, even mm. though you blanketed as a gamer, for instance, mm. um, you might be a competitive gamer, you might be a first-person shooter gamer, and there's so many different categories that you can go into, and uh, the same thing is with with any of the uh, sort of blanket terms that you're talking about uh, with with pop culture, with, with communities, everything kind of just speaks to, to whatever like whatever you into, whatever you, you even dabble in slightly. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can I can have a conversation with anyone here about about what they, they like because mm-hmm. I mean it's just one part of what you do. Yeah. It's not the whole thing. It's not the
2: whole person. Mm. Yeah, and like on top mm. of that there, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a gamer, but I call myself a gamer, but I'm not a competitive gamer. Mm. I play games because I enjoy the stories of the games. And I think that, for me, that's one thing I enjoy. And there is a community out there for me that also just does that, who enjoys games based on visuals and stories and things like that, where it's not just the competitive side come like I want to win. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: I think in terms of pop culture as well, the way that uh, people have sort of, sort of, sort of blending stuff into it. I mean, you get movies now about comics, you get games about movies. You so have, true. Everything is blending in, and uh, you can actually find your niche within any one of those areas. Yeah, just it- because you you have a. A preference for something.
0: And I mean it's really exciting. I mean, Marvel is phenomenal at doing that. I mean, they've not only created one massive universe with all their characters, but you're so right, there's like the gaming universe and the comics universe and the movies universe. That's that that's a really really cool observation mm-hmm. over there.
1: It's a way of sort of reaching out and touching every every aspect of, of how people can relate to others and yeah. relate to their their product, their brands.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. There's like it- it's like communities within communities. Mm, like, mm. Even though um, you know, like two people might not be gamers, and you know, um, but they can connect on on, on some other level. There might be a like one person might be a comic book fan, the other might be a gamer, but they played Spider Man, you know. Yeah. Uh, mm. but, so they can connect in terms of the storyline and those kind of like the characters and so on.
5: Yeah, yeah
0: okay. definitely. Is there like? No, no, oh, sorry, Candice, you go. Uh,
5: I was going to say, I think it also helps to span uh, ages quite well because there's certain, Mm. I think, hobbies that are associated with different age groups or more predominantly amongst certain ages. Like I know older people of my family might not have any interest in video games. What was interesting with me is that I came from a background of, um, I found The Witcher through The Witcher 3 specifically. That was the game that I I liked and became very obsessed. And then, you know, would chat to a cousin about it and she was just like, don't play games like don't really care and then the series came out and she fell in love with it and she's a big book reader so she went and read the entire book series and now we can chat about this thing that previously she had no real like interest in but the series got her into the books and I haven't read the books but we've both watched the show so it's like it's really nice to sort of connect people across those those lines.
0: Mm -hmm. i i think i think that's that's so true and it it like further speaks to you know there's there's so many different ways to consume the same piece of media because i'm sure that there's like even like just sorry just hopping back to marvel as an example there's like marvel board games you know what i mean it's like marvel themed monopoly (laughs) (laughs) but is is there is there like anybody at the table uh like just like let's not say disgustingly obsessed but like a little bit in too deep with one fandom like is there anything that you're like oh this might be a problem moving forward anybody that's like way <laughs> in it with something
1: everything <laughs> <like that? laughs> yeah. yeah games games pretty much rule my life. yeah um i mean I've, my bookshelf at the moment is full of the assassin's creed book series oh sick yeah yeah, so, yeah i mean yeah. If, if there's a game made of it, I've probably got some other merchandise made of it.
0: Yeah. And does Assassin's Creed do the book series well?
1: Actually, the book series is really good yeah. uh, because it actually follows the, the games really, really well. There's, yeah. it, there's not a, a disconnect between what you play in the game and what the actual book Reads how how the book reads, um, it follows the storyline pretty pretty accurately. Yeah,
0: because that's also really awkward when it's like, cool, we're going to build this really sick expanded universe, and then it's like, no, literally nobody asked for that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Bill, chat to us about your your take on on extended universes and experiencing pop culture through different mediums.
2: Uh,
3: um, I mean. I'm not old, but <laughs> definitely, definitely um, playing things through different uh, console genres. Um, so, like something would be a platformer on one thing, then something would be a fighting game on another console. And like, I, I personally don't count people who play sports games as 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 people who play like long term games. Which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with esports. Um, but if I'm playing Final Fantasy, people don't usually count that as an adventure game because that's something like The Witcher, right? You press A to attack, um, and it's been it's been such an interesting uh, meeting point to for two people to be gamers, um, but just be so diametrically opposed in terms of what they consider quality content or what they consider entertaining, and it's usually not a discussion because people's biases are. Or who they are right if i'm a if i'm a fifa player that's that's what i consider the be all and 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 should all for that uh for that console um but if i'm someone who plays like uh, we've been talking about the witcher so if i'm someone who plays the witcher i'm obviously looking for adventure i'm looking for details in terms of the interactive the interactability ooh, english ooh, the of uh, NPCs, how expansive the world is, how many clickable things there are in the world. And in we, we kind of grew into this age of exploration because we couldn't do that for a very long time on, on, on previous consoles. And you find people who, who explored a lot with these games like Cluedo and text-based games segue slightly into game creation or they go into streaming and casting to talk about because it's not just oh i'm enjoying the game it's like these particular aspects interest me and people follow those people because you know they they share that 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 niche that they've that they're focusing on in terms of the gameplay or the details um this uh, spider-man game that just came out this Miles Morales one mm. some people will focus on you know the representation of the game in terms of, you know, there's, there's more Black, there's more Latina characters showing up on screen and the way the game plays, right? Other people will talk about the the, the, the graphics uh, moving on to the PS5. And and other people will just talk about, oh, it's just a copy-paste of the game because I already explored this world in the, the PS4 version. And that just speaks to how, even though we're playing the same thing, everyone walks away with a different experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is like the, the linchpin of what um, representation and diversity looks like. We can all look at the same content and then walk away with completely different reviews, experiences, and and introspections about what the world is, what are they talking about, what's the underlying conversation that's happening or not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a bit deep so no, if I could I'm, not go last if I could not go last <laughs> I'm, I'm there
0: for that and it, it that, that actually brings up like a whole new talking point which is quite exciting on top of pop culture uh, like being quite a, a diverse thing to dig into I mean it, it's it's no secret that there's been a need for a bit more diversity in pop culture in terms of the people that we see in terms of the, the way that we experience the games the locations that we go to you know it, it, it is very western and I feel like media has been that way for a while and i think that we're moving towards slowly but surely i think i think we're, we're getting there does it, does anybody have thoughts on that anybody want to add something well, to that
2: um like recently like i've been reading the future state comics by dc and like they've introduced like a new wonder woman and it's a bit of a spoiler but um there's an african uh, person who is diana's half sister or sister in that sense and she's african and like going forward now, Wonder Woman is now an African person. Yeah. And, and like already we can see things like that, no matter how small it might seem to someone, it is change. Mm. Mm. Um,
1: but I mean, even on the topic of Wonder Woman, I mean, growing up, you always saw Batman and Superman and, and yeah, they were cool and all that. But I mean, having Wonder Woman as this incredibly strong, uh, you know, female figure yeah. also, it, it made an impact. Mm. Uh, I think in a lot of in a lot of little girls' lives, um, I've even seen. I mean, my niece, for instance. You know, it's it's really a, a very different experience to how we grew up. And I'm also not old, but <laughs> 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 uh, we. I mean, we didn't grow up with with Wonder Woman like accessible as uh, as accessible as she is now. I mean, that's just that sort of thing. I mean, even when uh, when Black Panther came out, I mean, I was like. I recognize that language. Yeah, like, <laughs> I grew up speaking that language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so cool. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it's, it's the more people we can, can actually connect with, you know, with uh, with any pop culture that comes out, the, the better. I think that's mm. you know, it's going to it's going to be in the long term. Mm. And I think I think that that's what's that's
0: also extremely important is that. It's not just like, a, like a, a strong white male. Like That's not yeah. what the whole but, of the world is, right? We are so diverse and we are all so different. And, and that's that's what's so exciting to see. It's like, as much as people get to see themselves in these characters, we, we're starting to see a true reflection of the actual society that we live in. And that, mm-hmm. that's quite refreshing. You guys got anything to add to that?
5: Candace? Oh, so we're just putting people forward. Now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. Um, yeah, I was going to say in terms of like seeing, uh, I guess, a more diverse approach to the, I'll go with games just because that's that's my baby. So I've noticed, yeah, especially like growing up, they were, they were very samey, samey. I mean, I've been playing games since I was like four. So I've seen how things have changed. And one of the places where I've noticed uh, you can see like different types of characters coming through a lot which is um something that has been interesting to see is is indie games because i think with indie you have people who they they themselves they just love games and they are trying to make something different normally that's where you find like these very interesting ideas that either hit or miss but it's it's cool to see these games coming out that aren't necessarily pushed because they're in you know Big publishers' best interests or profits interests, or they're following this franchise. They're experimenting and they're bringing out new characters and new ideas. And like, just as a, an example, I mean, I was scrolling through Steam and I saw a game that had a an Indian female protagonist, and I was like, "What is this?" You know, like because I, I'm I'm half Indian and like I never saw that kind of stuff growing up. You know, so it's it's really cool to see. Like, I I think it's important to do it in a way that allows people to see all these different kind of people that can be interested in games, not just a, a typical American approach, if you will.
1: Yeah, I think the, uh, the other topic that, um, you know, w- w- I mean, yes, the way people look and the way that characters look does also speak to us, but it's also about not necessarily being the same kind of people mm. um, to, to put it into perspective um, people with, With uh, health issues or mental issues or disabilities, I mean, just because you are different in any way, it doesn't mean that you can't be represented. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've got a family member with uh, with Asperger's, and there's one particular series that she clung to because it was a a sort of a representation of the fact that you know. Just because she has a condition doesn't mean she's not the same, or, mm. or that she doesn't enjoy pop culture or anything like that. And it's 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 really um, quite refreshing to see that mm. also mm. coming through. And that's the thing. I think I
0: think when it's done right, it carries weight. But when it feels shoehorned in, mm. I think that we've also learned to be like, yeah, but no. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think when you when you get that kind of sincere, correct approach, I
2: think you get that resonance, yeah. like you're talking about over that there. That
1: natural mm. sort of feel mm. to it, mm. yes. Yeah.
2: and like on top of that, like, it's not, like you say, it's not just sure and in, like, there's actually, like, in games now, it's just like, a lot of research gone into, like, the yes. cultures and things, which is also mm. included, like, if you look at Ghost of Tsushima, I don't know if anyone played that, but like playing that game, you actually see a lot of like Japan at that time, mm. and all the research that was done just for the game. It's not like okay, we're gonna put in a character that fights with swords. There's actually a lot of cultural benefits now that actually putting into games. Mm. Mm.
0: Joshua, what do you what do you think about all of
4: this? I agree. Uh, like you can you can notice when there's uh, just following that topic, you can notice when there's someone just. Trying to throw in a character just to, you know, um, appease, you know, demographics, that kind of thing. Whereas uh, them building a story around a person because it, it is authentic, you know. Um, I, I have a daughter. I have a six-year-old daughter. So, like, I watch a lot of animated stuff, um, you know, um, kids' movies and so on. And there's a movie that came, I think, from China, um, and it's called Over the Moon. And it's about this girl, um, and she's obviously fantasizing about um, eating, Yeah, it's a whole long story, but anyway, it has a lot to do with like Chinese culture, and it seems it feels really, really authentic. You know, the way that they did it, um, the way that the story plays out, the way that their culture plays into her storyline, and uh, she obviously lost her mom when she was young, and so on. So that feels really good. And when I watched that, I was like, wow, this is Disney level you know, or Pixar-level animation and storyline and and so on. Um, So, yeah, as long as it's done, I think, uh, authentically for the right reasons or um, to make sense in the storyline, then, yeah, it it comes across. But then, obviously, you get the opposite as well. So, yeah.
5: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, Bill, you said you weren't going to go last, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) But,
2: But
3: here we are. Um... I mean, I, I this this is the one point where I have a lot to say, um, and I don't want to fight with nobody. But um, I think so. I'm going to structure this in, in 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 as simple as possible because I don't we don't want to be here for four hours, like the Snyder Cut. Um, <laughs> even though you know I'm going to go rewatch that. Um, so on on. Not on one hand, but the one way of looking at it is that representation changes, not because of the people who are being represented, but the, the hands that are doing the representing. Right. So if you have an all white male directing team, you're going to find that, you know, the the characters of color, the disabled, the LGBTQIA and any other other group um, don't feel authentic because they're not speaking From experience right and i'm not saying that you can't do research and i'm not saying that you can't get consultants on board um because like even in in my own work with comic book writing the people that i want to work with aren't comic book writers but they they do speak to a particular um experience that i want to replicate slash emulate the other thing is that because we've had so many i i can't tell you what date gaming started But gaming has been going on for a very long time. Like video gaming. I mean, even board gaming and card gaming has been going on for a very long time. And for you to change the narrative, if you do it subtly, it always seems like pandering. If you introduce one character of color, they're going to be like, oh, you're pandering. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have a Wonder Woman that's brown slash Latina slash Amazonian, not Amazon, you know what I mean? Like the actual Amazon Um, people are going to say you're bad. The whole of Future State, everyone is like, this is trash because, you know, these are not my characters, right? They are not the characters that I grew up with, right? And I get it. If you suddenly make Batman Black, that changes your entire view of Batman and what that means. And a lot of it is cognitive dissonance in that, you know, no one wants to face the fact that they have been complicit slash contributing to... um, you know, allowing black characters to only be called Black Lightning, um, or having black in front of the title and them being sidekicks. Like the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is 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 criminal of having one like white male character and then a funny black character, like Iron Man Rhodes, funny black character, Doctor Strange, and then Mordo, funny black character. And and like unless someone points it out, you don't notice it because it's just become a norm. So when you do have a falcon and then a, a winter soldier, people are like, oh, you're pandering to a, a black story um, because it seems forced. Be- and it seems forced because we're so used to it being a certain way for so long, which is why I appreciate indie games. Like when, when candles was bringing in indie games, I was like, I love indie games because you just never know what you're gonna find in there. You like, um, and it, it, it definitely is a hit and a miss. Um, in terms of finding your audience, because you have to find the people that actually feel like they are represented. Because you could do the representing for someone else. Like you could honestly be very authentic about wanting to make a game for people who are in wheelchairs or um, who are uh, audibly disabled or any type of you know othering, and it'll just be a miss. It'll just be like, why did you make this game? Like no one wants this. No one asked for this, and. There's a whole other other like spiral of conversations out of that. But um I, I would say you have to start with tokenism, like you have to start with the a, a little bit of forcing. I'm not saying you must always do it, a little bit of forcing, and then when you've got the hang of how to introduce people of color slash other groups, then you know go ham, go wild, do your thing. And now I don't even remember what the original question was. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: we were chatting about uh well you you were actually on it you were you were you were doing well
3: okay thank god because i was (laughs) like i I was like i'm gonna turn off the faucet i don't know there's too much running out of me right now i'm gonna have a sip and then we're gonna carry on
5: (laughs) is it okay to ask a
1: question yeah sure so Bill, like going on to Mm -hmm. the um the sort of response that you just gave can you hear me
3: yeah, no, I can hear you. I'm Good just, care. I'm shook. I'm shook in advance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so going on to the answer that you just gave. Um, mm. I, I, my feeling towards, um, you know, bringing in, uh, you know, people that are, like, different to the characters, how they've been written, is mm-hmm. that it almost feels like that is the way it's forced, that cha- mm. changing a character... Um, to somewhat something else, uh, some someone of color, or, or bringing in a female character version of a male character, feels like that. That's the that's the forcing way that it gets done. Uh, whereas actually just uh, creating new characters, better characters, you know, more diverse characters, feels like that would be a more natural approach. What is your thought on that?
3: Oh, well, you're asking big questions today, on the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I I honestly love legacy characters so much because it means that if you look at it in-world, right, so let's say I live in Gotham, it means that I can aspire to be Batman, like me, as as, as a child. I could be orphaned, and Batman will pick me up in an alley because I have the the right skill sets and the right attitude. Um, But looking at it from from out-of-world, definitely... That change it it is it is difficult to to sit with because you're like mm, you know you look at it and you you squint, um, and I'm I'm glad you you asked that question because I think there is a there are many ways to do it. There's no right way because we haven't figured out how to do it yet. Whether you do it right or not, people will be upset. Um, but what I find is. On my, my, my personal belief is that if you make a character um, uh, trans out them as uh, a gay or, or or lesbian or anything else on the spectrum I feel like that is a better conversation to have rather than make them black because when you make them black like that is it, it's 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 more of a visual thing than a narrative thing right um and and the reason why I say that is because if you know anyone who's come out slash, if you just have any sort of empathy, you know that they don't know that they are until they do. So if, and not let's let's not use Batman as example because he's like the straightest white male we ever done seen. <laughs> but like pick 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 any other character, um, uh, Ted, Ted Grant, right? Um, Ted Grant has been boxing his entire life he's Wildcat doing his thing don't quote me on that because like Ted Grant I might google that just now I don't know if Ted Grant is Wildcat but we're going to use that for the example so we, right now. we do have a Ted fact Grant.
0: checker on hand for you Bill we'll we'll take out uh, we'll check that out for you and, and get you in on Jesus that and thank you <laughs> um,
3: so Ted Grant is Wildcat right he's, he's a he's a lesser character um, not lesser because he's not because it's not gay. No, 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 no. Let's not take that out of context. Before anyone, you know, I don't want to be cancelled because of this podcast. Um, but uh, if he, you know, at some point in the comics decides or not decides, but comes to terms with the fact that you know I'm I'm not as no, I'm not I'm not a cis male anymore that is a, a conversation that happens internally with people who, who, who find that they're gay slash, you know, trans or, 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 or whatever. And I found there's as much hate for that as there is for making the character black, because there's no understanding, um, that, you know, at least like, let's again, let's leave race out of it. That people change, characters change, like your, your growth, your arc changes, um, and i think that's it's such an important thing especially if your character is like 80 years old like you've been telling the story for 80 years and it does feel wild to just randomly make them not who they were before um but it is hard it is hard to 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 have this conversation because i'm i'm of many minds like i've i've changed my mind about this so many times um yes make make black Make original black characters. Just to answer your question very quickly. Yes, make original black characters. But a lot of the time, the marketing, advertising, and um, just how people distribute those comics, not even the character, how they distribute the, the, the comics, the games to people usually flies under the radar. They will spend less money introducing a new black trans ETC character into the hands of the people that need to see it rather than the black Batman. And the reason why it's so easy to take a legacy character or to redo a character that's already popular is because it's already in the hands of the people who are consuming that content, and it definitely feels forced. I agree with you. That's it's it's wild that I'm reading Black, Batman, nine hundred and eighty-one, and then nine hundred and eighty-two. He's from the ghetto. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like let's let, let's sort that out um but and again it comes to that it comes to that small point of if you don't if you don't force it into people's hands they will completely ignore it if you have been reading white male comics all your life you're not going to suddenly oh there's a new black character original black character let me pick up this number one no one does that (laughs) no one like if you've been enjoying the content you've been enjoying there is nothing in your mind that tells you to pick up something new like, people will hate The Flash for the repetitive stories, or bringing back characters, or if someone comes back from the dead, they will continue reading the garbage they've been reading and complain about it, rather than pick up a new superhero. Like, new superheroes are made every two weeks, and no one cares about them. That's, that's just regardless of their ethnicity, um, sexual orientation, or, 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 or ability. So yeah, again, I don't know if I I'm shook in advance. No, I'm now shook on time. <laughs> so we have an update on your fact
0: check request there, Bill. Let's hear. So we've got George the fact check over here for us.
4: Your fact has been checked and you are correct.
0: <laughs> ding ding ding. Yeah! <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. I was really nervous to bring this up as a conversation because I feel like It goes two ways right I, I feel like <laughs> it, it, it gets really intense and really heated and then we're not going to be friends after a while and then if I forgot to broadcast a then I can't email you guys and say I'm sorry I messed up because we're just going to have that broken kind of relationship right but on the other hand you get something as fulfilling as this where I'm like I should be having these conversations we should be speaking about mm. it more because I, it, it sounds so cliche and I feel like I feel like these are the kind of cliches that get thrown out it's like we need to have these conversations more, but like flipping hell guys we really do because this is this is where we like we're learning and it kind of crosses that barrier where it's like i i can ask people that are not the same as me what how do they feel about this you know what i mean and i i think that that it's it's so important that that we do this and it's really cool that we can like all just bond over that thank you thank you all very very much sincerely we're not done so i don't think i'm letting <laughs> you go but just thank you okay, this okay, is my this, is my, like this is my this is my mid roll thank you all sincerely for that conversation it really carried weight thank you
1: yeah i i feel like the the fear of talking about it is is kind of what keeps the barrier up mm. um you know mm-hmm. it's it's not easy to talk about Mm. it's really not i mean you know to, to bring it up you, you're always afraid you're going to maybe uh, offend somebody or or your opinion's going to be different from somebody and like you said you're not going to be friends with them afterwards or something like that but the understanding comes from talking yeah uh, you know the you know just feeling like you know you you, you can hear the 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 I- idea the understanding from other people or mm. you can understand what other people are feeling and um, you know, without understanding, things won't change.
0: Yeah.
5: See no, Paul's, head. <laughs> 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 uh, is, did you want to say something? No, 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 Candice, please, please, okay. Take Take one no. Yeah, yeah, do your thing. What I wanted to say just about that, and it actually came up like to mind when you were speaking about it, is uh, saying that like, you know, we're afraid to sort of have these conversations with each other and find out these things because we're different. Um, what I've always found interesting or I've seen it in certain cases, certainly not with everybody, but, you know, saying that, Oh, we're used to this, let's say a uh, typical narrative, strong, white male, da da da. But many of us who are not that person grew up playing games or watching series or movies with those characters, regardless, because we enjoyed them. Like, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy uncharted for the most, like the most time because I, I absolutely did. And Nathan Drake is great. And I, I love that character. And I am not a, a white male, but the idea that things can be different, but they're only made for those people is very strange to me. Like yeah. if somebody makes a game with a black female, that why is that only to be enjoyed by black woman? You know, yeah. why can't we all play a game with a black female lead um, and, and have fun and take from their experiences and, and get something out of it. We don't have to be that thing to enjoy that, you know, whatever that media is. So yeah. I, I have found that interesting seeing people be like, oh well I don't want to play as a like it doesn't happen often, but I'll see people be like, oh, I don't want to play as the the female character in this game, like da-da-da, that doesn't really feel like me. And I'm like, but why? Like why does it always need to feel like you, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, yeah, it, I think that helps and and playing those those games or watching those movies with different characters can also help you bridge those gaps of like understanding with with people from different backgrounds. Uh, and I think we need to stop thinking that things that contain characters that are different or are disabled or have lost a family or, or whatever. Like I've played games with people who have tons of lost family members and that doesn't mean I'm only playing it to like feel this sort of resonance with my loss it's like no i'm just really interested in the story you know so that's something that i've i've seen quite a bit
2: yeah Yeah. i I agree with you Candice. i mean like you said we don't have to like be someone just because they like that person like if if, i'm an an indian and if i look at batman who's like why like i still want to be batman and if there was an Indian character or comic hero, like anyone should be able to like relate to that and like, I want to be that guy as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no, I totally agree with what you're saying.
5: Yeah, it shouldn't shouldn't feel like there has to be this divide. I mean, like I, I love Aloy, man. Like Horizon was great. And I know tons of guys who liked her too. And then I think that game and The Last of Us fueled this like female lead thing. Cause I mean, we had Lara Croft and it was like only Lara Croft and I loved her growing up. And now it's sort of snowballed into all these new female leads which is very cool like the Uncharted spinoff that happened and now we're getting like Returnal coming out I think um like very soon for the PS5 which is like another female lead so like it snowballed that and I think it's just become normal it's not oh we're making this game because look at female representation it's just like hey this character happens to be female like enjoy you know and people can take from Ellie's story or Aloy's story or whoever they want you know no matter who who they may be. Yeah, I think it's about the different
1: experiences, Um, you know, it's not necessarily who's experiencing it, but the fact that there is a different experience out there um, that somebody might resonate with and and that might touch somebody in a different way. I mean, I remember there was a a Battlefield game that came out with a female on the cover and the Mm -hmm. world lost their mind and Mm. it was just like, but why? I mean, we've had female characters. What, what is so different about this? Just mm. because there's a female on the cover doesn't make you less of a man to play the game. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really like, not, it's, it doesn't change the way the game plays. 100%. It doesn't change the way you play the game. It's yeah. just something else. Yes. Mm. It's not the same thing. Over and over, which is good. It it, it
0: shakes it up, and it, I think that that's what's also really cool is that when you have something like that that stirs up enough controversy, it shakes the whole damn industry. Yeah, and that's when exciting stuff happens. Um, Joshua, forgive my ignorance over here, but what? How does this kind of conversation tie in along uh, tabletop gaming and card gaming? Is is this also an issue over there?
4: Um, I think in terms of like characters and so on, not so much because there are quite a bit of different, uh, diverse characters uh, within the card games. I would say more especially in Magic, um, because uh, Yu-Gi-Oh is like furry's waifus, and (laughs) and, uh, and that's that's pretty much what it is. Uh, But like Magic, there's quite a a diverse, um, uh, a a diversity in, in, in what we'll call archetypes. So there'll be a set of cards that work together, et cetera. And yeah, so there is, there, so I, I'm not super familiar with all of the law of the magic side because I, I played the games, but I'm not like super involved in, in magic. Um, but they have like like a new village that are magicians or, or, or whatever it may be. And then, you know, they come from Africa or they, you know, or there's a, there's a, um, How do I say, yeah. So they'll introduce new characters like that and then they'll be of different descent, et cetera. So that works quite well. Um, I think in my space, the biggest hurdle is not necessarily the the characters, it's more getting people involved. So uh, in in Yu-Gi-Oh especially, um, it's like 50-50, white to Indian? And there's very few of any other ethnicity involved in the card game actually playing competitively. Um, so yeah, so that's something that that needs to be, I don't know broken that mold per se.
0: Um,
4: and we need to get more diverse players in and, and, and get them uh, interested in, in becoming competitive and, and you know taking it, um, taking it long term.. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think bringing diversity in is, is kind of like a conversation starter into a new pop culture.
0: Mm. I mean, you yep. introduce
1: a character and um, it resonates with somebody that might actually get them to maybe see a, a certain community or a certain genre as, oh, this may maybe something that I'm actually going to enjoy yeah. and, and actually dive a little deeper into it and actually just start that conversation mm. with them, mm. you know, bring, bring them in, show them like this is actually a thing, you know?
0: No. no. So mm. another thing that I, that I quickly want to, touch on not necessarily moving completely away from diversity in pop culture, but I want to speak about African culture making its way into Western pop culture. And I'm speaking Mm. more of, like, I I think we saw a massive boom in interest in African culture when, like, it sounds ignorant to say this, but when Black Panther came out, there was, like, this really cool investment in African culture. And I think that that really laid a platform for what we could do with our own culture as a continent. Um, I don't know, have, have you guys... I, I, I'm specifically looking for an answer from Bill here in, in, in terms of storyboarding and, and art and comics. How how are we exporting African culture in
3: pop culture? Not well. Not well? Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I want to connect your, your new topic with... Josh's topic, yeah, yeah, and just talk about fantasy in the middle for a little bit, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no fan, a lot of fantastical races are just white. Um, if you, if you do any type of DD, um, I remember a few years ago, I wanted to be an elf, and everyone at the table said, No, <laughs> elves are white. Um, which is, I mean, <laughs> traditionally speaking, yeah, they they're, they're, they're pale and they live in forests. I mean, I don't know what living forest has to do with being white, but like that was, that, <laughs> that was the argument against me being an elf. Um, and yeah, if you look at um, Aragon, you look at Lord of the Rings, you look at Harry Potter, um, you know, your, your, your elves are white, your dwarves are white, your humans are white. Um, then you have dark elves, which is racist, but conversation for another day. Um, and it's a uh, so pivoting back into exporting African, African fantasy, or exporting or superimposing um, African um, identities onto onto like the fantastical, it's it's a very difficult conversation because you can't you can't ignore like this the, the like the the real world histories behind how those cultures have been treated. Um, very briefly, like colonization. Um, indoctrination in terms of uh, Christianity and the erasure of, of um, African spirituality means that, you know, and I was speaking about this on, on another panel, but basically, when you're in grade four, it doesn't matter, you know, what schooling system you use, whether it's American, whether it's uh, Cambridge, whether it's um, Matric in South Africa or whatever they use in Japan, um, you, you know, by the time you're like in grade four, grade five, you know, you know, Persephone... <laughs> Um, Sisyphus um, the most of the, the Greek slash Roman pantheon but even though I mean I'm, I'm assuming that you're all South African yes hmm. yeah cool C- can you name four African gods <laughs> I can name one N- no and, and 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 that's the thing that's, that's where the conversation needs to start and it's like how do we start making it cool before you even know about it because like that's that again it goes back to that whole you have to force it in before before you you start having a conversation about it, and it's 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 hard. It, it's now it's now a lot of reteaching. It's a lot of like people who are who are in the industries that are like cool. They are missing black faces here. How can we make this awesome cool? There's this one Nigerian god, Ogun, you know, who's god of smithery slash lightning. Let's put him into the story, um, and. It's 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 a lot of work that still needs to be done. We're not yet at the point where it's very normal to have a pantheon of African gods or have magic that's specifically from Africa that doesn't look like it's just like Harry Potter magic and then superimposed. And someone someone said it earlier, um, maybe an appeal. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it on you now so maybe <laughs> Nabi was speaking about um language um and it wasn't like a topical discussion but just um if you think about like Latin right Latin then derives into several languages in terms of Italian Spanish and English right so you can recognize a couple of words not really but you can recognize a couple of words when people use, spells like, you know, Wingardium Leviosa, we know Wingardium, we don't need to know the whole word. Wing, and then Leviosa in terms of levitation. And then you're like, you automatically think you know what the spell is going to do, right? So when it blows up, you're like, ah, oh. when someone floats, you're like, yay. But, you know, <laughs> now, if you, if you, you know, grew up in a like, like, let's say you're South African, you're a black South African, and you, you you, English is your fourth language. Latin being the magical language, the be all and all African language, or be all magical language, that is another step that makes it seem like it's it's just harder to enter the 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 space. Which you know, coincidentally, speaks to to Justice's point in terms of having more Black people playing, you know, Yu Gi Oh or play Magic the Gathering, because a lot of a lot of where these themes are derived from are don't look like me. And I know we've already like circled back in terms of it doesn't have to look look like me for me to enjoy it, but it it as small of a hurdle or how big of a hurdle is, it's still a hurdle. And again, I'm rambling. Why are you make me go last, bruh, <laughs> bruh? Why? Why? You don't like me? <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh?
0: No, you give oh, really good I'm insight. I'm muting myself. I'm muting. I'm- oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, gosh. No, we need a character just based off both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Petition you to know? to yeah, make yeah, yeah. Bill a yeah, character. Yeah.
1: To be honest, I want a petition to make a Clash of the Titans type movie about African gods.
0: Because
1: just listening to the way you're speaking about it now, it sounds amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I'm getting to I'm see. Like, I'm, I'm, but that got me shocked, Bill. It's like, you know, I can name Zeus Poseidon. Hades, mm. Hera, and it's just because it's like they're so badass. You know what mm. I mean? It's like because I'm exposed to them, but I cannot mm. name one African god. Mm. So thank you, thank you for that insight. I, 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 th- I think we've, I think we've lost Bill. <laughs> 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 um, has anybody I, got something? Oh, yeah, Candice, you got something to add?
5: Very, very quick thing on that is like the, um, the Westernized perception of Africa. It's something that I've been getting increasingly. I don't wanna say bothered, but very short story. I started working for an international company in November. I'm the only African in the whole company. They are a Spanish company. So it's been really cool meeting all these interesting people from Spain and other European countries and all that. And because I am the foreign one, because I'm the only African there, I've gotten the opportunity to speak more about things from my country that I don't think about. Like they'll ask me questions and they actually express interest because I realize I'm talking to people who do not know a thing about South Africa. Right. But I can come in with so much knowledge about like Spain and, and Russia and, and all these different places. And it's something that, like I say, since then has started bothering me more is that um, when people think of Africa is like Africa and then you have Egypt, So people think of Egypt. Egypt is this massive culture. It's like most ancient civilization. We know their gods. I mean, their mythology is very popular. And I grew up very interested in it. And it was very well represented like in video games. You would have a lot of Egypt levels and the pyramids and da, da, da. And then there is Africa. People can't even name the different countries. And they lump it under one umbrella of like Africa. But I, I found out this fact, like the DRC is almost the size of like the whole of, like, Western Europe, sure. like, one country. And yet we can differentiate, like, Italy, Spain, France, Greece, and they all have, like, such well-known big cultures. And you have Africa, which is, like, this huge place with such diversity, and we're just Africa yeah. to Westerners. And I find it bizarre, like, that, that we're just lumped as the same people because we're not. We're very different cultures and groups within the continent. I mean, it's a big continent, so... Yeah. Yeah,
0: a lot of space, a lot of lot of cultures that can fit into that. And I think I I I have to agree. I mean, as a joke, they were I can't even remember what it was, but they were like, yeah, Africa is a country, and it was like, but that's exactly what the <laughs> perception is. Is that we? Oh, you live in Africa? What 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 region? You know what I mean? I, I think that there is a lot of ignorance surrounding Africa, and um, I, but that's the thing. It, and genuinely, I don't know how to consume badass african content i'm 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 genuinely missing that genuinely open to the table where do we get access to our badass comics where do we get access to this mythology i i have no idea
3: so (laughs) (laughs) kugali.com yeah so they had a kickstarter uh, a few years ago for an uh, for a pan-african anthology so there's artists from senegal zimbabwe um, nigeria um, and and so on and so forth and they they do collaborate uh with the uh, creators from across obviously we're very niche right we like we don't all have comic on africas um, <laughs> but uh it they they do curate this content and they have been really pushing for a, a pro-African narrative. And if you don't know and you're watching the stream, they recently partnered with Disney um, to create a, 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 a story uh, with them uh, called Iwaju. Uh, it was one of the big takeaways from that last Disney investors meeting. Um, so there's, a, there's work being done. Again, it's just one of those access to information things. Um, and there's, uh, if you go to
2: squidmag.inc,
3: uh, although you can't share that link on Facebook because it's been shared so many times that Facebook's views it as spam. Um, <laughs> the squidmag uh, also curates games, movies, um, animations uh, from all sorts of countries. Um, and in terms of looking for for, for badass content, um, that I mean ties into the original conversation is like, is it a badass story before it's before it's a badass African story? Mm. Um, I'm going to beat myself again. I feel I feel
0: the ramble coming on. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Well, there's a round coming around. So I think I had this whole thing planned. We were going to talk about this and move into <laughs> communities and all that kind of stuff, but that didn't happen because we had such. a like cool conversation on the side thank you all so much for your time um i'm just gonna go around i do this at the end of every episode if there's anything that you would like to add uh to the conversation that we've had please feel free i I don't want anybody to be like oh man like I, i should have said that you know what i mean so um i think i'll i'll start with with candace candace you you wrap us up anything that you'd like to add
5: uh, not particularly I mean I've got most of my points about like the various topics and uh, yeah I, I've basically said what I want to say but um people should play more indie games
4: They're
2: really good.
0: <laughs> nice um, Joshua
4: yeah uh, I think we covered like quite a bit but uh, I think for the most part it's uh, just waiting to to experience more uh, you know, African content or African uh, related stories and and heroes and whatever it may be, definitely um, and getting more people involved, um, especially in the, the tabletop space. Um, yeah, definitely getting a more like diverse um, uh, community involved. Yeah,
2: definitely.
0: Um, Bill, I'm tempted to go to you, but I'm also tempted for the lols to leave you for last. <laughs> what, what do you want? How do you want to play this? <laughs>
3: Uh oh man, <laughs> what does your heart tell you? What is your I
0: think I you? think you can you can you can tell us what you want to add now. Oh,
3: <laughs> too
0: much.
3: Oh, now you um, want to be left for yeah. lost No, I don't want. Be- <laughs> 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 mix mix messages so here, Bill. This is not mixed messages? <laughs> right? uh, but yeah, no. Everyone, everyone is brought. In such um, interesting um, perspectives, um, I, I'm I'm so very interested in in the tabletop space because you you very rarely, if ever, hear about like an African tabletop game. Like African games, sure. African comics, yeah. African movies, African animation, sure. But you oh, feel a ramble coming on. Hold it back. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, this conversation it's it's not over. I hope people in the comments are. Are, are discussing their personal perspectives. I hope they like and subscribe. Um and and um, just tune in for more. Like the this conversation again doesn't end. Hmm. Um and I'm I'm I was I'm so grateful and, and honored to be part of this panel with everybody here, whether you're in studio or at home. Um I'm gonna stop there. I'm gonna stop there, <laughs> <again>. I'm gonna <laughs> myself again <laughs>
0: thanks Phil. Sheree.
1: Yeah, um, not much to add to that. I mean, it's very, very difficult to follow Bill. That's why he you generally gets left for last. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I mean, you know, I've, in the last few years, I'd say there's definitely been a, a push for more local content coming out and people are, are a little bit more receptive to it. And I really do hope that, um, you know, the conversation that we've had here does open up more of a conversation mm-hmm. with other people, and that they actually start to open themselves to to seeing what are, what we are actually doing. I mean, as a country, as a continent, you know, what we can actually offer. Because uh, I, I believe there's a lot of talent. I believe there's a lot of of untapped um, jewels in in our sort of area here that that we could really offer the world, um, if not even just the world just just our local communities so that they can actually uh, you know just expand themselves and not have to go looking for all the mainstream stuff and uh you know just yeah locals lacquer i oh, guess hey. is the best way to put it hey. i mean <laughs> <Hey>.
2: <laughs> and then finally Nabil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so i think like this is based off what is saying like Africa has so much potential and it's like just bubbling right there at the top. And there's so much content that's ready just to go out there. I think it's like up to everyone else just to get into it, get out there, expose everyone else to what's going on in the world. Cause all we are seeing is like you say, like the rest and stuff, but if we can do like, even if we start local, like you say, um, that's just a starting point, and it can be so big and so massive, and who knows where it can go from here? Mm-hmm.
0: It's really exciting. I think if if there was one thing that I want to add from my side is that I've had very few conversations, And again, like I said, I was I was nervous to bring this up, but I've had very few conversations where about diversity and about opening up to other cultures where it's gone right. And I think maybe I, I went in and I was like guns blazing. So maybe that's a lesson learned, but I really have appreciated this conversation. And I, I think that we all just need to sit down, have a chat, not be afraid to honestly speak about how you feel, but in the same way, honestly not, or, or not be afraid to listen either. I think that listening is as important as sharing. You know what I mean? So I think, I think that that would be my, my addition. Don't be afraid to have these kinds of conversations, but having said that and the irony and just keep talking about everything is that we're out of time. So, <laughs> so <laughs> no. genuinely thank you all so much for your time. It is sincerely appreciated. And I, I've really learned so much and in, in more than learning. I've just, this has been a really good chat. Thank you so much.
2: I've, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. No, definitely. Thank, thanks so much, everyone.
1: Hmm. Well,
2: <laughs> Thank you for inviting us. We all do little hearts.
1: <laughs> Thank you, guys. yes,
4: yes, yes. yes. <laughs>